1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
0: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
1: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
2: your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Keevee Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts team welcome to the freedom Hot tuesday april 26th edition of the program and we're just going to dive deep into the meltdown of the libs with regard to elon's purchase of twitter today this is fantastic and then if we have time a bit on the immigration disaster that is uh pending illegal immigration flooding our southern border It looks like there's at least one federal judge who's weighed in on Title 42 may actually stop the lifting of Title 42. So we'll discuss the immigration uh, situation here, but mostly just go swimming in ponds of liberal tears. I I mean, just decide that we're going to we're going to do the backstroke. We're going to do belly flops. We're going to do cannonballs. The liberal tears are streaming all over the place, over Twitter. But there's some bigger issues here that are worth spending time on. There's some, hold on a second. So everything that we say about the left being a bunch of totalitarian wackos who don't, uh, who don't think that there should be free speech, who aren't willing to hear other points, of view that's all true. They're proving that that is all true right now. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's worth us spending some time on, to be sure. If you've never been a real estate investor, let me tell you, it's fascinating it's such an education and it's a great way to build up financial stability for yourself, especially going into retirement. And you want to take a long-term stable view. That's the vision of my friends at done for you. Real estate done for You real estate is a fantastic company. I've bought multiple properties personally. Okay. My I, the only homes that I own are properties I've bought through done for You real estate. So they help you pick the city you want to invest in. They help you get the house, they get the, the mortgage company in contact with you, help you get the loan in place, and then they'll give you a management company, and they'll walk you through so much of their expertise on why this is a good market, what your upside is. It's all done with numbers. It's very transparent. Basically, they're going to teach you to be a real estate investor and to build up a portfolio of stable, long-term growth real estate investment. It's fantastic. All you have to do to start your process, just like I did, is go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works. My brothers do it with me now. My two brothers are both investors with Done For You Real Estate. Just check it out. Go to DunforYouBuck.com to see how this works. Again, that's doneforyoubuck.com. Fantastic company. Real estate so fascinating. Go give it a shot today. Oh, my gosh. The libs are in a panic. This is the Daily Mail headline. Twitter fears sabotage by left-wing staff after Musk takeover. Developers are blocked from the app after rebellious employees called the deal dangerous for democracy and hysterical liberal social media personalities threatened to quit the social media giant. Uh, This is hilarious, but it's also really important. Uh, The hilarious part, I think, is pretty self-evident. They're like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do if we can't cheat and make it seem like we're smarter and more popular than we are and censor bad opinions? What are we going to do? You know, I, I'm i just going to tell you this right now. I gained uh, 13,000 Twitter followers in one day yesterday. I didn't even really tweet very much yesterday. I, I Maybe a couple of tweets, nothing that big. 13,000 in one day. Gee, I wonder what's going on. Maybe they're starting to less actively suppress certain accounts because they realize, oh, there's going to be a record of all this. I don't want to be among those who are clearly putting their hand on the partisan scale. Maybe, just maybe, we got a problem here. We got an issue here. And I think that is very much what is pushing some of this. There could be changes to the algorithm that have been made as well. I don't know. I know something is up. I don't know exactly what is happening. But the left is just in a route right now in general. I mean, they're, they're crumbling on so many issues, and they really just can't psychologically handle this at all, But think about this. There's already very real concern that there will be uh, actual sabotage of Twitter by people who are about to leave, because this is ideological for them. This is like a religion for them. We have to create conversational health. And for all their talk about, oh, there's there's going to be so much racist stuff and bad stuff on Twitter. First of all, there's tons of horrible stuff on Twitter right now, all the time. It's not like they made. It's not like Twitter is a safe space where everyone gets to be happy and nice. Twitter is full of horrible people, and if you're a conservative, they will drag you. Lunatics will drag you on the left over any, and they always get away with it. No one shuts them down. What we want to be able to do on Twitter is say that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Say that a 22 year old male with a penis should not be swimming against actual biological females in the NCAA championship. That's what we want to be able to say, without getting shut down without getting locked out that these are the very basic conversations very basic truths masks don't work i have been throttled and suspended and throttled and shut down on that one issue now continuously for almost 18 months that's not just about me i mean i'm in media so every media thinks that you know their experience is so important but i'm just i'm representative of what's been going on with the twitter shutdown for such a long time with the twitter um Suppression, I should say, for such a long time. And it's fascinating because you're seeing the libs really expose who they are, what they really believe, what they really think. I mean, here's a perfect example of it. Over at MSNBC, Ari Melber. This guy has a show at MSNBC. Why? I, I don't know, but he does. Ari Melber says this without irony. He's not trying to be funny. You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees. Or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open minded helper. Everything that he is concerned about, this MSNBC host has been done for the last five years, probably the last ten years by Twitter, to conservatives. But without any irony, without any self-awareness, he is deeply concerned about the possibility of lack of transparency from Twitter. Twitter's not transparent at all. At all. It is run by leftist, ideologue lunatics. The people making decisions about conversational health over there, and this is why it's so important, friends. This is... This is the media ecosystem. Now, all the the Hollywood studios and the legacy media, look what just happened to CNN plus the social media platforms are really where information is exchanged. That's really the town square, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, particularly for younger people. YouTube is huge. TikTok for younger people, also huge. They are shaping the conversation in fact, they are just directing the conversation. They are they're deciding what gets to be said, what doesn't. And they may be losing out on that on that power. And that's really what this panic is about. But also the the notion of of transparency, I think, is terrifying to them. Because there are a lot of really uh, you know, weak-willed, intellectually unimpressive blue-check libs who are just you know look like they need to get out and get some fresh air they're so angry bunch of uh you know beta male msnbc watching new york times and salon.com subscribing libs who have really felt like they got to create the cool kids table on twitter for a long time and just trash everybody on the right no they'll get away with it they won't get shut down their ideas will be elevated there's an ego component of this, too, because that may change. That may change. And I'll tell you, a lot of people on the right, we our arguments are better than the blue check lib equivalents. Our arguments are better, uh, and we're smarter and funnier than they are. I know that's, that's uh, right now that they would scoff at that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do when they don't have the refs in their pocket. We've been playing a basketball game where the Democrats have paid off the refs, and we all know it. And everyone just kind of like, yeah, they, it's their stadium. They paid off the refs. There you go. That's it. Well, now we might have real refs. We'll see how this game changes. Brian Stelter's very concerned about this, by the way. Brian Stelter's out there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, would you really want to go to a party? With total freedom.
1: Why wouldn't it be positive for him to be back, to have a huge megaphone, to maybe run for president with his huge megaphone? This would be a plus for Donald Trump. You could also make the case that Donald Trump suddenly be back in the news, very visible in a way that he hasn't been, would remind people of exactly why he was, um, uh, why he lost his election Hmm. and why he's, uh, why he was booted from office. So, look, who knows? I I think that's a, uh, that's a, that's a, a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is. If you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party? Or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Uh, Would you really want to go to a party where
0: people get to do what they want? Where there's not a home monitor saying, excuse me, are you using preferred pronouns? Uh, The answer is yes. I would be fine going to that party, and I hope that that is what Twitter turns into. It's very funny, though, isn't it? Um, how they're just they're they're liars, I mean their whole pretense that they're in favor of free speech there's no i'm in fra- i'm in favor of free speech but but I need Twitter to to make sure that I seem smarter than I am and that other people are shut up and they 're suspended they 're kicked off. Nope, our intelligentsia is uh, is afraid of ideas. That is what you are seeing exposed right now. That is the reality that is unfolding before you. They have no good response to this. They have no explanation for it. They are afraid of ideas. And their ideas suck. That's what's really going on now. New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, PBS, name your salon, the nation. Does, anyone, does HuffPo even exist anymore? The place was always a trash heap daily beast all these grotesque grotesque left-wing uh atrocities of the internet they're the worst anyway i'm i'm just happy that we're seeing them for who they really are we're seeing them exposed in a way that everybody can understand what's actually going on here come back in a second here to talk about illegal immigration we do have a couple minutes we'll get to it On 9-11, our nation changed forever with one of the most vicious attacks on our freedoms and an attack on our democracy. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. Now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives in line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. I'm a donor. Please become a donor if you can afford it. It really means a lot. It really helps out these families. Donate $11 a month. That's all it takes, $11 a month, t 2 T2T.org, that's T2T.org, Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, they're lying to you about a lot of things, but immigration's one where they constantly lie. And here is Gensaki, because they're about to get sw- completely swamped. They're already effectively overrunning. Illegal immigrants are overrunning the ability we have to police the border, to process people coming in, to prevent fentanyl, other drugs, from getting to the country. Here's Gensaki. Saki. Just with more of the lies.
1: After Title 42 is lifted, you talked about having a humanitarian sort of system in place to deal with people coming across and increase vaccinations and that kind of thing. But in terms of you know law enforcement presence at the border. Well, I would just say if we just dial it back a few years to kind of what we inherited here, uh, the former president invested billions of dollars in a border wall that was never going to work or be effective instead of working towards comprehensive immigration reform. As part of the president's proposal he put forward on his first day in office, he proposed investing in smarter security at the border, something he'd be happy to work with governors on, and certainly we're open to having that conversation whenever they're ready to do that.
0: What a smug uh vapidity saki is comprehensive immigration reform just say amnesty just say it that's what you want just say it stop a comprehensive immigration reform notice that they have to come up with these phrases almost pseudo-scientific phrases that sound like there may be a good thing but you don't know what they are comprehensive immigration what is comprehensive immigration reform if you're in the country legally you get to stay And more people get to come illegally after that, and they'll get to stay. That's what comprehensive immigration reform actually means in terms of the effects it would have. Her notion that the wall doesn't work is a lie. Ask anybody, anybody in Border Patrol, anybody who understands the southern border, even an incomplete wall is useful because it slows down. It it creates a barrier. Walls don't work is the only phrase that democrats use that could be as stupid as defund police of course walls work they're not perfect right the same way that should you have locks on your doors and maybe a burglar alarm if you live in a city that is run by democrats and therefore over- overrun with crime yeah does that mean that no one's ever going to break into a home again of course not why do you why lock your door at all people can always get through a lock why lock your door try to make it harder make it harder Lower the odds that someone's going to try. Make it more difficult. Make it more likely they get caught. That's what walls do. And they do work. And everyone in Border Patrol will tell you that. But Jen Psaki, is, she's, just a, she's just a liar. She's a propagandist. I mean, she, if she tried to debate this issue, she would look like a fool. She's not very smart, folks. That's what you're realizing about a lot of the Biden administration people. They're just not very bright. They kind of played the system and they say what they need to say at the right moment in time. So, yeah, the border about to get a whole lot worse. Democrats looks like I think they're just taking this view of, you know what? Screw it. Let's just let in as many illegals as we can. We're going to get crushed in the midterms anyway. And then maybe we'll turn this all around and just legalize them all. So in the long in the long run, they think this benefits them, even though the short run, they're going to get annihilated. That's it for the Buck Sexton show today. Thanks for hanging out. Shields high. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home.